Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, tragic relationships, life-changing experiences, bittersweet encounters, crying in the rain, and finally, ninjas cutting onions in the room. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 407, I Want to Eat Your Pancreas. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Monger Review. Some podcasts may reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing good during this very unique time in life. Hope you're reading some great mangas and hope that things are going well for you. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spyarkin, as I said, is some podcast and vanguard reviews about connectly enhanced narratives, where every episode we talk about one or two geeky topics, and I tell you the pros and cons about it. Since this is the Spyarkin manga review, obviously we're talking about manga. I tell you how the art style is, the overarching plot, the production quality, and most importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I and my co-hosts say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyarkin.com. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, iTunes, Spotify, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N, and I guarantee you'll find us one way or the other. Also remember to like and subscribe, and if you have any personal questions, you can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at S-P-I-R-A-K-N, that's Zan at Spyarkin.com. And you can send me any an, a comments, concerns, or requests. You can also join our Discord at Spira Discord. Uh, sorry, it's tinyurl.com forward slash Spira Discord, where you can comment, you can check out all of our other podcasts, and more importantly than that, you can add different mangas you want us to review for the podcast. So now that that's out of the way, let's actually get to the news of the day because we've got a lot of news because a lot has happened. And one is kind of depressing even more so because as we've been talking about this, we have more bad convention news. Yes, another con has canceled. This one, Anime Central 2021 or ASEN. Yes, they have canceled due to concerns about COVID-19. Now, this really sucks. However, the event is planning to return on May 20th, 2022. And all attendants who pre-registered are going to have their memberships automatically rolled over to the 2022 event, so it's not a total loss. Those who prefer a refund can email the convention's registration at registration at asen.org, and the deadline to submit a request is March 15th. Now, if you made a hotel reservation through the convention's Room Blocks website, it will be canceled automatically. If you did not, remember to cancel it or else they're going to charge you a hell of a fine. So, that really sucks. Conventions have been really, really hit tough if you want to hear more check out our review on the spirekin con report where i and friend of the podcast doug discuss all the different conventions out there and what's been going on and current state of conventions it's actually pretty good now that that's out of the way let's get to some licensing news because we've got a lot of licensing news all from one company can you guess which one it is no it's not fantastia inc it is seven seas entertainment they've got a lot of new licenses and a lot of them are all exciting so let's go from the top first off they have licensed akira hizuki's desire pandora or yokubo pandora the manga and the premise of this is that takai sukasa might humbly call himself an armpit connoisseur he really knows his stuff the stuff being the beauty of women's shapely armpits but for all of his meticulous study will he ever find pitch perfect pits well, a careless wish on a magic ring gives him a chance to find out by summoning the most gorgeous woman alive. But said woman just so happens to be a demoness. In a classic case of be careful what you wish for, things are about to get sweaty and perhaps a little too hot for Takai to handle. This covers a niche that I've never thought I'd ever see. This is like a more disturbing version of 
wet and soap. Because honestly, armpits, a little weird. But anyway, next one, uh, they've also licensed Toshio Wakaya, Wakabayashi's uh, Shiwase Kanako no Kuroshia Sekatsu, uh, or Happy Kanako's Killer Life, the manga. And this one's actually kind of cool because when Kanako accidentally applies to work at an assassination agency, the timid office worker discovers that she has a knack for bumping people off. Will she ever earn the respect of Sakurai, her prickly and kind of hot co-worker? And why is she still having silly workplace problems when she's employed with hitmen? This full-color manga is dangerously funny. This one seems like a lot of fun, and I've heard some good things from people who've actually read the manga, so I can't wait to check this one out when it's officially released by Seven Seas. They've also licensed uh, Aki Hagio and Teddy's Call to Adventure, uh, Defeating Dungeons with a Skill Board, the light novel series. Now, it's been five years since strange dungeons opened up around the earth, spilling monsters into our world. Average citizens everywhere have risen to the challenge to become adventurers, fighting these fancy creatures and clearing out dungeons as best they can. Among them is Kuroboshi Haruki, a 27-year-old rookie overlooked by everyone and less than successful at beating monsters and finding treasure. Unsure how he can compete with much more powerful adventurers, an opportunity is dropped into his lap. A dungeon suddenly appears right beneath his home. Could this be a place for him to train? Even better, he discovers a skill board that allows him to level up faster. The dungeon diving adventures Haruki has always dreamed of are just getting started. This one is kind of non-Izekai, but it's pretty cool. Could be good. Uh, they've licensed Maguru Ueno's Otaku no Tonari wa Elf Deska, or Does a Hot Elf Live Next Door to You? High schooler Inudo Kaita dreams of being a great mangaka. He also happens to live in a Japan that mingles with the denizens of strange and fantastical alternate worlds. When a gorgeous pyromaniac elf moves into the apartment next door, Kaita's life flies off the rails, and she's only the first otherworldly girl to throw his life into chaos. Will Kaita be able to compare? a single manga page without a beautiful woman turning his head into a hot flaming mess? Well, probably not. So this is a harem series mi mixed with a reverse izakai. Kind of excited for this one. Next, they've licensed Kasuke Sato's manga adaptation of, well, the title of the manga is Dungeon Dive Aim for the Deepest Level, and it's a light novel series written by Teresa Wariani and Sakai Ukani, or Ukai. And this one is simple premise. One moment Konami is visiting his sick little sister in the hospital and the next thing he knows he wakes up in a dark corridor full of cutthroat warriors and bloodthirsty monsters. Konami quickly discovers that he is in the labyrinth, a deadly 100 floor dungeon in a fancy world and for those able to reach the deepest levels a wish will be granted. Konami seems to have received magical powers and a special unnamed skill that kicks in whenever he is overwhelmed, which helps him stabilize but has a disturbing effect on his emotions and mind. After attracting the attention of a mysterious girl, Konami may have the power he needs to return home to his ailing sister. But at what price? Bum bum bum. So this seems like an izakai where you can return home, so don't know how this is going to go. Um, they've licensed author Shoji Go Goji and illustrator Buta's uh, Hitorobochi no Izakai Koryaki, or Loner Life in Another World, the light novel series. And when... Asibic loner Haruka gets transported to another world with his class. He's not big on adventuring, but he wouldn't mind some cool magic of his own. Unfortunately, the magic powers are first come, first served, and by Haruka's turn, there's nothing good left to choose with. Now he'll have to take on this fancy world the hard way, with a hodgepodge selection of bizarre skills, and with all the girls in class tagging along. 
this one seems standard, but I think could be good. Now, they've also released, finally, two manga by Asumiko Nakamura. The first one is Sora and Hara, and the second is O.B, and both titles are related to Nakamura's classmates manga. So the first one, Sora and Hara, you learn more about the teacher Haru Manabu, a gay man who feels somewhat adrift in the world. He spends his day teaching in an all-boys school his nights out in the town. While at a gay bar, he meets a young man named Serrano and makes an instant connection, but things become complicated when he sees Serrano again as a new student at school. Hara immediately shuts down the possibility of a relationship, although the situation is unearthing issues from Hara's past, where he himself had complicated sexual feelings in his teens, and the emotional baggage still lingers with his now-graduated student, Rahito. In this starkly comedic drama about love and aging, a senior all teacher has more learning of his own to do. Now in OB, Hikaru and Rohita may have graduated high school, but their life beyond is just beginning. Can these two boys keep their relationship strong while they grow into adults together? Meanwhile, many of their friends, including their former teacher, Hara, are dealing with their own relationship problems. This collection of manga stories from the modern BL classics... Classmates was originally released in two volumes in Japan, but will be published together in English as a single omnibus. So those two are in the same universe, just different side stories. And so that's all the releases, and they have a really weird release schedule. So Desire Pandora is going to be released under uh, SSE's Ghost Ship Imprint, which is their more adult line. And it's going to be released as a physical volume and digitally in August 2021. Um, Call to Adventure... Does a Hot Elf Live Next Door to You? And Happy Kanako's Killer Life are going to be released physically and digitally in August 2021 under the standard Seven Seas Entertainment brand. Loner Life is going to be released under SSE's Airship Imprint, which is their light novel imprint, as a physical volume and digitally in August 2021. Dungeon Dive will be released in print and digitally September 2021. Sora and Hara is going to be released digitally and imprinted in November under the title Classmates Volume 4, Sora and Hara. And OB is going to be released in one omnibus digitally and in print in January 2022 under the title Classmates Volume 5, OB. So you get all that? So the so that's all the licensing news we have. And let's get to some of the general news because we've got some okay ones. Uh, first off, sometime this year in 2021, Aka Akasaka and Mengo Yokari's Oshi no Ko manga and Miki Yoshikawa's A Couple of Cuckoos manga are going to have a collaboration in Shuisha's Young Jump magazine. More details will be revealed as we find out more later on. So apparently it's going to be a crossover. Not entirely sure how that will work with these two series, but whatever. On April 12th, Fujihiko Hosanna will launch a new autobiographical manga titled 1978 Nino Manga Mushi, or The Manga Insects of 1978, and this is going to be released in Shogakuken's big comic Zokan magazine. And it's going to center on the particular year of 1978 when manga and other subcultures flourished in Japan, and it's an important year in Hosanna's own life as he debuted as a mangaka not long after. So, if you like autobiography, or graphical manga, this might be for you. Uh, on March 13th, Naoki Shigino will launch a new manga titled Yaichi Ukiti-san in Lee Publishing's Comic Ran Twins magazine. And this is going to tell the story of Ukita Naoi, the assassination daimyo and dark hero of the Sengoku period. I think this is actually historical fiction, so it could be really good. Uh, on March 12th, Yu Honda and Lika Sugo, the creative minds behind Ninja Slayer, that very strange and absurd manga and book series, are partnering together with artist Jun Hayunyu 
on a new manga that will appear in a Katakawa's Comic Beam magazine. The title for this new manga is allegedly Arata no Komino or Arata the Best, and it's described as a brutally paranormal pulp action entertainment story. Don't know, but if it's by the guys who made Ninja Slayer, it's going to be absurd and strange. Uh, on March 10th, mangaka Keiko Takamiya. Now, Keiko Takamiya is famous because she wrote Tutera and the Andromeda Story series, is writing a new 63-page sequel to her 1997 classic, Hermes no Michi, or Le Chemin de Hermes, the manga. Now, Hermes no Michi depicts the history of the French luxury brand Hermes. Now, the new sequel is going to feature three chapters. The first chapter is going to be about the Giza Maison building, which was built in 2001. The second chapter revolves around the Saint Hermes equestrian competition. And the third is about the brand's Petite H product line. Now, the sequel is going to debut with a new edition of Hermes no Michi. So if you are a fan of Hermes, or if you've read the book Train Man and want to know more about Hermes, this is the manga for you. And either way, uh, Takamiya Keiko is an amazing mangaka. Her art is great, and her storytelling is really good. So I think this is going to be worth checking out. On March 8th, Maki and Joji will launch a new short serialization manga in Shogakukan's Petite Comic Magazine. That And after that, he will launch a new manga in August 2021. Also, on the same date in the same magazine, Izumi Miyazoma will publish a one-shot manga titled Play Game and also will be launching a new manga in July 2021. It's weird. It's kind of they're both doing the same thing. So they're releasing a short serialized one-shot and then they're going to release a new manga later in the year kind of weird why that day so on february 19th which is coming up uh kabi nagata the mangaka behind quote-unquote my lesbian experience with loneliness which is which we reviewed in this podcast is launching a new manga titled meso senchi nagata kabi gourmet de go or straying warrior kabi nagata go gourmet it's going to be released on futabashi's web action manga website and this food reportage and food terror manga tells Nagata's story of her eating disorder and wanting to eat excessively. And it's described as Nagata Kabi's downward spiral is getting out of control, and she can't stop drinking to soothe the ache of reality. After suffering from unbearable stomach pain, she goes to the hospital where she's diagnosed with pancreatitis and is immediately hospitalized. A new chapter unfolds in Nagata Kabi's life as she struggles to find a way back to reality and manga creation in the wake of her breakdown. If you've enjoyed my lesbian experience with loneliness and its sequel book, I'm pretty sure that you're going to enjoy this new edition of her life. Uh, but yeah, this one is kind of interesting. And also, I don't know if I want to go down that route because it sounds kind of depressing. Uh, we have two more news bits. First off, on Valentine's Day, February 14th, Viz Media and Manga Plus published the first chapter of writer Mikiyazu Kamada and artist Ashiba Fuki's manga, Nine Dragons Ball Parade. Not Dragon Ball, Nine Dragons, Pashvias, Ball Parade. Now, this manga is described as Hakuo Gakuin's mighty baseball team consistently makes it to Koshin, and Tamayo Azakita dreams of making the team. To achieve his goals, Tamayo does extensive research and undergoes a strict tr daily training regiment. But at tryouts, Tamayo meets the energetic genius pitcher Tao Ryuda, and the course of his destiny may forever be changed. If people aren't laughing, then you're not dreaming big enough. A new baseball tale for the error begins. 
So this is a weird baseball manga that seems, I don't know. I'll wait and see how it goes, but I don't know. Could be good. Finally, the last bit of news. On Tuesday, the 9th of February, Starfruit Books released Kakio Surokawa's Iodu manga digitally on its website. And this manga is kind of got a weird story. It's described as Rikunosuke, the child of a poor farmer, lives a quiet, albeit impoverished Edo era life, which crumbles when his family is ordered to pay cruelly high taxes. Rokunosuke swears revenge, but a hood woman named Oyoki appears and warns him only demons murder people. Rikunosuke vows to live in peace once more, but. Dot, 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 Ikodo, a sci fi period piece about a man trying to avenge his father who was killed at the hands of a governor, got over 1,000 likes when first posted on Twitter. This complete edition also includes the highly anticipated sequel, Ikodo 2. Bum, bum, bum. So this has a weird twist in it, and I don't know. This one I've heard a lot of good things about. Like I said, it got a huge amount of likes when it was posted on Twitter. So I think this could be really good. Not sure. But that is the news for the day. Hope that it's brought you some enlightenment. And with that, let's actually get to the main reason why I do this podcast. The manga review. So first off, this manga was reviewed by Discord patron of our Discord, Benja. Thank you very much. I hope that you enjoy this review of the manga that you chose. If you want to post more... Remember to do that. And if you want your manga reviewed on this podcast, go to tinyurl.com forward slash Spira Discord and submit a manga for our Wheel of Manga track. So with that in mind, let's get to it. Like I said, so if you remember the last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And it did tend to be that reviewing a manga that was originally a novel by Yoru Samino, which was written in 2014, but it was adapted into a manga that was illustrated by Izumi Kirahara and published by Fuda, Fudabashi, brought over here by Seven Seas Entertainment. And it originally ran from 2016 to 2014, so that is two years after the original publication. It is a Senin story. It's been adapted into a live-action movie, a play, and an anime. There are two volumes of it that were released into an omnibus, and the title of this manga that we're talking about is Kimi no Suzo o Tabetai. Or, I want to eat your pancreas. And this is the story of a young man who one day while waiting at a hospital discovers a diary of a classmate. And this diary is a pseudo last will and testament of this character who is fatally ill with pancreatitis. Or actually it's a pancreatic disease. You're not really told what it is. However, this character is dying. And after discovering that this our main character knows about this this classmate decides i'm gonna become your best friend and we're gonna spend time together and she promises to tell him when she's gonna die and they have a whole whirlwind relationship because our main character is someone who is wants to be a writer is very quiet doesn't want to deal with anybody is very introverted and this classmate draws him out to become a better person to be more caring to be happier and this classmate this girl becomes someone that he falls in love with even though he doesn't say he's in love with her so we see this relationship form with this shared secret and i want to say more i really do there is so much i want to say about this this is a story that is compelling engaging and 
it's a great character study because we see our main character whose name is not revealed until the end of the manga. The end of the manga, then we get their name. Until then, it's just main. It's just me or I. And every time you see uh, the diary, which is depending on the adaptation, has a different translation. Um, one is living with death. The other one, it's uh, the illness. Uh, the living journal, because you're dealing with living or dying journal, depends. The character said he didn't want his name in her journal, so she scratched out every single time she says his name. She writes his name down, so you don't know his name until the last chapter. And it's... You see our main character develop into a person that's worthy of this girl. And the girl's name is Sakura. And she is happy, and she's trying to live her life to the fullest with the time she has left without telling anybody like she her best friend hates our main character because she thinks that sakura is sleeping with the best character and the best friend teacher like shit and it just there's a huge rift and sakura's like i'm so sorry i didn't mean that i just i can't tell her i say you're a good guy but she doesn't want to listen to me and it's a whole i want to say it's misunderstanding but it's it is a misunderstanding because she doesn't want to tell her best friend that She's dying and it's tragic and sad because it gets even more tragic. And I, I don't want to spoil this. I really don't. Um, but there's a twist in this, which is so heartbreaking. It's so what the fuck. And I know I shouldn't be cursing about this, but that's the case. Exactly. It is so heartbreaking how this twist happens and it's not even at the end of the story it's there's still a bit left when this happens and you're like oh my god why would you do that and there were ninjas when i was reading this cutting onions in the room i couldn't see them but i smelt the onions and they didn't make me they were making me cry i wasn't crying because of this book no 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 no. seriously well seriously it's got a pseudo uplifting ending because it's got a a moment of honoring memories, opening up to people. And it's a book which I recommend reading. It's one which it's truly, it's a beautiful story. And we've read sad things before and I've spoiled the hell out of them. Like, uh, uh, Socrates, I love you. That is a super tragic story. And this one is similar in that vein of where it's a romance, but it's not a romance because they don't ever say they're in a relationship and it's kind of a, it's an impl- like they're not together. They, she gives him opportunities where he could do something, but he doesn't want to do it because he's like, he doesn't want to sully this thing that they have. At first he's like, oh, you're just a person I know. But it's reality. He doesn't want to ruin the image of this person or more importantly, get attached to this person who we know has a clicking time, clicking bomb. She has a clicking clock. Her clock is running out and it, she has a lot less time because pancreatic disease is a, very rough way to go and it's when that because if you your pancreas goes you your body will not make energy with food you're gonna die and it's a slow and painful death and this one it's the main character starts one way and he evolves into another character and this is a great character study of this main character and like i said it's really well done and there's an omnibus version of it and i recommend it uh I could say more, but I'm, I I don't want to spoil anything. I'm going to give this a really, really, really cool. If you don't read this now, your brain will freeze your eyes, will slow up your soul before the great Zolmogustar. It's a good, 
it's a it's an excellent manga. It's one of the best mangas I've read in a long time. Thank you, Venja, for having me do this one. I appreciate it. And also kind of damn you for it because, yeah. I will admit, though, after reading this, I watched the anime adaptation. And the anime adaptation screws up on one part, which kind of pisses me off. They changed one little element, and it lessened the impact. Uh, if you want to know what I'm talking about, message me at Discord or at Twitter, and I'll tell you what I mean. What lessened what lessened me with I Want to Eat Your Pancreas, the anime. But the this manga is great. And I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, I tried getting Greta to watch the, the anime. She couldn't. She's like, the minute she knew, oh, this person's dying. Nope, I don't want to watch it because it's too sad. And it's not the sadness, which is the thing. This is about living, about spending the time that you have with people you care about and, li- and enjoying your life um, and not pissing off your, your friend's friends. Like Kyoto did not des- Kyoko did not deserve that stress. She really did not. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, anyway. So, yeah. So, that's my review of I Want to Eat Your Pancreas. If you agree or disagree, email me at Spirekin.com or tweet me at Spirekin. Uh, remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. We have 405 different episodes of mangas we've reviewed and tons of other podcasts, including our movie review, our game review, our television Tuesday, our con reviews. We've talked about a lot of stuff on this podcast for a long time. We're going to keep doing this as long as I can because even I want to be the oldest manga reviewer by the time I go. And I love doing this. I love talking about manga and I love talking to you guys. And with that in mind, let's actually get to some of the new manga releases for the week. We've got 21 releases this week, uh, which came out on February 16th, 2021. And I'm excited for most of these because we've got Assassin's Creed Blade of Shao Jun, Volume 1, which is awesome. We got Blue Flag, Volume 6. Coward Captor Sakura, Collector's Edition, Volume 7. The Chobits 20th Anniversary Edition 3, the third volume of that. You have Cubarts, Volume 3. Dragon Goes House Hunting, Volume 6. Golden Kamui, Volume 20. How a Realistic Hero Rebuilt the Kingdom, Volume 10. I am behind by three volumes, but I love this stupid light novel series. I really do. It's a fun light novel. It's gotten weird, especially because of the fact that he's introduced uh, essentially Common Rider into a fantasy world, and it's ridiculous and amazing where I'm at right now. But I digress. Uh, Kuma 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 Bear, The Light Novel, Volume 4. Magical Girl Spec Ops Asuka, Volume 10. Uh, the second volume of Mermaid Saga, The Collector's Edition. Uh, Mishoku Tensei Jobless Reincarnation, the manga, volume 12. My Senpai is Annoying, volume 4. Restaurant to Another World, the light novel, volume 5. Damn it, I just bought the fourth one. I'm behind on that one too. Anyway, uh, but that's a great series. I recommend it. That's the last volume too. Uh, Ride Your Wave, the light novel. Shaman King Omnibus, volumes 1 through 4. Soul Eater, the Perfect Edition, volume 3. Starcrossed, volume 1. The Saints, Magic Powers, Omnipotent, The Light Novel, Volume 2. The Sorcerer, King of Destruction, and the Golem of the Barbarian Queen, Volume 2, Manga, Light Novel. Uh, the Manga and the Light Novel. Uh, Trapped in a Dating Sim, The World of Otome Games is Tough for Mobs, The Light Novel, Volume 1. Odisai Yatsura, Volume 9. And then last, and certainly not least, Zom 100, The Bucket List of the Dead, Volume 1, The Manga. And for me personally, I'm excited for Zom 100, Odisai Yatsura, uh, Sorcerer King of Destruction, Starcrossed, uh, Shaman King Omnibus, Ride Your Wave, Restaurant to Another World, 
Mermaid Scar, Magical Girl, Psyops, Asuka, Kuma 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 Bear, How Realistic Hero, Golden Kamui, Dragon Ghost House Hunting, Chobits, Cardcaptor Sakura, and Assassin's Creed. So I got a lot of them excited for this week. The other ones I'm in different tours because they're all good this week. So if you like manga, this is the week to go looking for stuff. Um, we have reviewed in this podcast Sakura, uh, Golden Kamui, Kuma 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 Bear, Psyops, Mermaid Saga, Restaurant to Another World, Soul Eater, and Yurotsai Tsura. And hopefully we'll get to the rest of them later. If you want, check out our review archive at www.spyrocon.com to listen to those episodes. Uh, even, I will admit, though, the Kuma 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 Bear, I'm a little harsh on it because that's the manga. The light novel's a little bit better, in my opinion. But I digress. So, anyway, thank all of you for listening. I really appreciate it. I'm excited to talk about this. And I can talk longer, but I know it's that part that you've all been waiting for and you want me to do this. So let's get it right, because it's time for that one, that only, the, the, the Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. What is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. What I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. So I'm going to just spin this one, this only, this Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, that slot, the manga that's on that slot, is the manga I review in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review. You can actually check the current list for the week at our Discord site under the Wheel of Manga section. And you can also recommend manga for me to put up there. And I'm excited because we've got some great titles this week. Uh, we've got Chainsaw Man, Blue Flag, Gigant, Masamune Kun's Revenge, Wave Listen to Me, Heaven's Design Team, Get a Robo Evolution, and a few others. So let's spin and see what we're reviewing the next episode, shall we? So in the next episode, oh, number 10. So in the next episode, we're reviewing a manga, which a uh, friend of the podcast, Doug, and I talked about, Machi Maho. Is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? Well, I guess we're going to have to wait and find out. Uh, Let me know what you think. Uh, Thank you guys for listening as always. I really appreciate you. I hope that all of you are well. Continue listening. Continue subscribing. Tell me me to your friends. Let them listen to me. And I'll catch you guys next time. As usual, I'm your host, Zen.
やめを抜けて」